0: time to talk.
1: Good morning, Westchester. It's 9 a.m. on Monday, and that means it's time to talk with me, Jen Graziano. I'm a licensed funeral director who oversees my family's funeral homes, Cox and Graziano of both the Maranick and Greenwich and the Zion Memorial Chapel of Westchester. Every Monday, I come to you discussing important topics and sensitive matters that all of us need to pause and reflect upon at some point. And through this show, I hope to provide a platform to do so. So we hope that you're listening this morning on 1460 WBOX, a Whitney Global Media Station, as we will take your questions, comments, and calls to 914-636-0110. Looks like a party in the control room. Good morning to everybody in there, led by Vinny. And good morning, Facebook Live viewers. Happy to have you on this beautiful Monday. The man in front of the camera today, Tim Judge, GreenwichLocal.com, has come to... Chat with me a little different format today. Rather than a guest come on, we're going to talk to you about a lot of issues that are impacting the senior community. And like I said, we want you to join in the conversation. So if you're listening on Facebook Live, share your comments below as Tim will monitor. And we encourage the phone lines to call to have people calling. Good morning, Tim.
2: Good morning. Good morning. And since you gave me this opportunity, I'm going to say that we are on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube Live. We're also streaming into Twitter on the Greenwich Local page. Um, and then we also added podcasts you can find on uh, time to talk with Jencom But we added Apple Podcasts just this weekend. So Apple Podcasts,
1: I think we've Spotify, arrived, Tim. I think we've arrived. We're on Apple, Apple
2: Spotify, Podcasts. Spotify, <laughs> Amazon, Amazon Music, uh, all the good ones. So if you want to listen in afterwards, you can always find it on your favorite podcast.
1: Yes, yeah, and people can go and sign up or yes. the podcast on time to talk with And, you know, a shameless promotion for the show, though, we really do talk about issues that will affect everyone at some point. And the guests that have come on to discuss those issues have really presented the information in a very clear, concise, tangible, understandable way. So we encourage you also to go back and listen to past episodes where you can get great information on health advice, wellness advice, legal advice. Um, housing, where to live, where to downsize. There's just been so much that we have spoken about, uh, over the past, it's been almost 10 years here, eight
0: it's years. It's been a long I time. I've,
2: huh? I've, I've, <laughs> I've only probably been doing the video for the last five or so, but, uh, I learn something every time I come on. So I, I encourage everyone to get on the Facebook or the YouTube, watch a, a past show. If you want to see that guest again, or you have somebody else you want to suggest, just put Absolutely. it in the comments and we'll try and make it happen.
1: Absolutely. I have to tell you, I won't, uh, this story kept coming across the ticker this morning on the morning show, but New York City is sinking. Yes. <laughs> Not to start this Monday off on a bad news note, but New York City is sinking, studies say, um, at the same rate as Venice, Italy. <laughs> so I'm just hoping the gondola transportation would be a little easier than driving down the west side highway
2: It's a good thing i come from a big family of swimmers
1: (laughs) no but you know (laughs) so they attribute the pressure from new york city's massive buildings and skyscrapers is making the city more vulnerable to sinking lower into the ocean according to new research it makes so much sense yeah and but when you see this massive development i'm all for progress and development and, and forward thinking but you know look at our our suburban landscape and how that has changed. So it's interesting that we're still putting up these skyscrapers, these massive buildings at significant rates in New York City. But yet when you drive through communities like Mimarinic, they're really unrecognizable. And New Rochelle as well. I mean, this housing boom, but housing of a different yeah. nature. It's housing that's really looking to attract the Manhattanite, to come up and, and it's transforming these suburban communities into bedroom communities and we've actually had shows discussing how that impacts our seniors you know yeah. these are not buildings conducive to senior living these great big skyscrapers um massive structures they're they're beautiful they're impressive but changing the suburban landscape for sure tim you're a lifelong a long-time resident you yes, grew up here born and raised in our What are what are the differences that you know?
2: Oh, I've been driving around downtown, and uh, it's amazing how different it has changed. I remember the movie theaters that were all along RKO and and the town theater and all that stuff that went on. I went to West Sacramento High School, which doesn't exist now, um, right there. So I spent a lot of time downtown. It's world's different than it used to be. Uh, And then there's all these, you know, very large buildings coming up. Um, I hope they don't have sinking problems. That's that's true, but um, you know a good amount of people downtown will help keep that a vibrant downtown. I remember you know going to the the mall down in Nurchelle when I was young, and, and I remember, I remember when well. it closed and mm-hmm. it seemed like it was a ghost town down there so um, you need some balance and Nurchelle is a a good size, but the I think you also might be referring to the governor was trying to set the stage for um, a lot of development around train stations to get the commuters to be. Um, spread out, and then, of course, you know, feeding uh, New York City with workers, and then being able to, you know, get out of the city and then explore these towns up here. So um, there's there has to be some kind of balance. But you started out with sinking. We 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 want to make sure they're they're all built solidly. And I'm going to bring up the fact that there was an earthquake uh, last weekend in the. It Yonkers. was.
1: Cannot believe. Well, actually, the, ep- the epicenter was family. in um, Hastings, I think. But there is a. Um, I was reading. There's a sizable fault line that's right, um, right on where Dobbs yeah. is located, and it was a 2.2 I on think, the Richter yeah, scale. Right um, it brought back memories of that 1984 I I was, because That I remember, yeah, I remember and, remember and that too. people I spoke to, you know, share that equally. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was loud. That was that was a tremble. I, I was was very young, but I remember yeah. my mother very panicked about that. Um, Tim, do they say that it's a precursor to more to come? I mean, do you often have the minor one before a more well, sizable size event? Well, there be uh,
2: aftershocks and and some some showing something before, but we it's very rare for us around here. Uh, we did look that up this weekend uh, with the kids. You know how often Westchester has had some uh, stuff, but there was there was something in New Jersey which was rated on the Richter scale like five. Uh, yes. back in the 1700s or something like that um after that you know if you don't hit over three it doesn't really last too much doesn't really register too much but
1: the 1984 one was significant i would um, say i was in a bunk
2: the- bed and uh <laughs> we i think you have more. uh is that right um i was in a bunk bed and i was yelling at my brother uh i said what are you doing stop moving around he's like it's not me <laughs>
1: So, well, the things you remember. Good morning. We have Jim on the line. Thanks for joining us, Jim.
0: Hey, Jen and Tim, Jim Coloran. How are you? Oh,
1: oh, you should have said the, just the, Jim.
0: <laughs> the, the earth is always shaking when Graziano was on the radio, so that's a good thing. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, you know, I just on downtown, uh, there were two cars that flipped over this weekend. Uh, which is uh, you know, just think of the Marinette Versus downtown. Now, every store is filled and not with a high rise. And any new building that comes in, they should make the developers have a signed retail lease because their promise was retail will come. We had the RTO Theater and the Lowe's Theater, and no one talked about it, but that was nothing is going on there. And that's, you know, uh, again, I'm not like that I bring it up, but I live in the old Bloomingdale building. So ownership for your kids, your daughter, Dan and Tim, for the long-term sake of an intergeneration of Rochelle in, in New York. And why people love the village of America is because they're not throwing up high-rises. There were 40 floods in the RXR building on Clinton. There was a shooting into the 360 building. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that um, all the good is, is not, you know. So high-rises aren't, uh, you know, how many high-rises are you going to stuff in? And now the Manhattan is thinking. Uh, right report came out in the Times. And, you know, you, at what point the infrastructure, when we have a big state, so that, you know, you learn a fancy term called transit-oriented development. You send everybody in. You have a pandemic. No one wants to go in anymore. The gift of Maranek is you, Jen, and Tim, where you're from, and the people. And, uh, you know, that's uh, the... the uh, the We're in the middle of, of uh, Main Street is a nightmare to drive. So needless yeah. to say, I have a few of Few opinions. Uh, but I, you know, that there's going to be five more years of construction there, and it's killing the small businesses who've been there for 30. And there's a lot downtown. There's a lot of great people. The biggest fallacy they say is there's nothing downtown, and that's a real slap in the face of all of us. So, but anyway, I, I wanted to throw my two cents in on that. And uh, I, you know, I appreciate are- it,
1: Jim. I, I do. And, you know, it's funny, New, New Rochelle is just as dear to my heart as Mamarinik. I actually grew up in Neurochelle, but my mother's family was from Nourishell, So I spent most oh, of my wow. childhood on the West End on 7th and Washington. And yeah, a, again, another Washington area and- that's unrecognizable. And like we say, you know, everyone's for development and thriving and, and keeping communities going. But the character of a community has certainly changed. I mean, the last street fair that I did in Mimarenic, um, I was pregnant. So 11 years ago, and it's a different place. And, and, you know, even but they've kept that small town feel and charm. I do agree. Right. With you In other words, correct.
2: like
0: the, the the industry has to build. Yes. And so everyone thinks they have to build filled odds for their legacy. And you know, the legacy is the history we have amazing history from Romanic and Cell and Mount Vernon. You know, the minute you knock down historic buildings and create a transient population, there's no connectivity. Yeah. Like the West End. we the West End had connectivity. We sat throwing a high rise over there, all that goes. So anyway it's it's uh you know the the uh all the good is, is not gold and i i just but i think we need a moratorium on buildings i think we have enough and that any any new building that comes in should have a have a signed lease from a realtor otherwise it's all been fake marketing and uh you know that during this time everyone's running for office i think those could be big issues for for, uh, if I gave you a small business loan or you, Tim, a small business loan, in a minute, you'd fill any store in Marino, the Marinette and a Rochelle because you know everybody. And that's the gift of every unique community, building on the talents of its people. And, not, uh, and uh, so anyway, enough said. Uh, well, God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Jim, and thanks for all out. that
1: you do uh, as well.
0: Great, great guy, Jim yeah.
1: Kaloran. Bye, my friend bye. you know Jim yeah. was instrumental in leading the rebuilding of the maririma following the devastating flooding in 2007 with his efforts from habitat from Humanity. so just a great guy just Jim you know speaking of local communities there was um, an article that I read in the Westchester rising um, really it written the other day about a soundview summit police providing tips and encouraging protection for residents and communities against local and current scams so we always try to raise awareness to our senior community a, a wonderful population but a very vulnerable one and what the detectives from a tri-municipal effort were addressing were some local scams to be aware of And we want to give mention to this now um, and again if not for yourselves but for your loved ones people you know who could be susceptible but those phone scams are back and they are financial scams as well that, that they're tied in. And this is the MO of how they do it. Um, it's usually the phone call advising of a family injury or a family emergency. They'll say, you know, grandma or uncle so-and-so, I've been in an accident. And they talk about an accident, an arrest or an injury, something something of an urgent nature. And then it's accompanied by the urgent request to send money what they're saying though however is sometimes they're going one step farther to send an uber to the house or someone in a car to come and collect the money so mm-hmm. what they are encouraging this has been a long time problem it's just really becoming more intricate in in the you know in the delivery of, of the scam um, if anyone calls with that hang up the phone immediately Contact your loved one to verify their whereabouts. We've discussed this so many times on the show, but it's scary to think, Tim, that they're actually sending someone in an Uber. They're matching up yeah. the address and phone number, sending someone to the Uber to in, in an Uber to collect money. Scary well, situation.
2: It's gotten even worse than that because now with the uh, capabilities of the audio transforming your with daughter or granddaughter's voice. And then having them back it up saying, hey, we have your daughter or child here. Yes. And they can fake that voice if they've done videos like we're doing right now. So we're putting ourselves out there. So all they need is three or four minutes of this clip and they can clone my voice or phone yours. And uh, if your daughter has a TikTok or anything else like that, they can take their voice and then put that on the phone call to you saying, oh, yeah, it's true. I, You know, we need your help. Grandma, send, you know. $500 get me out of this or 2000 or whatever the crazy people, but it's happened. It's actually happened where a mother was scammed and the daughter's voice was used and it's incredibly dangerous. So, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have a safe word or safe question with your, yes, your kids so that very, they understand very what's going on.
1: But kicking back a generation to grandparents, you know, you'll often, you might not have that. That's a great idea. Yeah. But you might not have that safe word. So again, hang up the phone, If something Mm. seems suspicious or if somebody's calling you in a panic, think about it. You know, if a grandchild was in an urgent situation, the grandparent probably wouldn't be the first call. They wouldn't be calling the grandparent to help them in a distressful situation. Well,
2: if they fake the voice and it says we can't reach mommy. Right. Uh Well, true, but hang up
1: and verify independently, verify, call your children, call your grandchildren, just verify, do not, ever give information over the phone, Mm -hmm. don't give your location over the phone, don't give whereabouts, don't give social security numbers everywhere. Again, this summit that um, in the Soundview area that was held by police to provide tips on personal protection, this was a big thing that came out. Again, scammers are becoming more sophisticated nowadays and artificial intelligence allows them to do just that. So, Always, you know protect your information your identity it's so important um, you know they also talk about scams using the internet it's such a a ready way for identity theft um, and appropriation uh, so if you have a computer if you're connected to the internet make sure that someone has helped you put in firewalls and other protections in there to protect against viruses and scammers you have to protect yourself on all fronts and And this is new to all of us, even Mm -hmm. myself. I didn't grow up in a computer generation. Um, So it's something that we all need to learn. But it's important to have trusted people around you helping you navigate this. So if you're a uh, computer savvy senior, that's great. But make sure you have the necessary safeguards in place on your devices. Tim, are there other, aside from, you know, firewall protections um, and the virus protectors, are, are there anything that you can do to protect your phone? protect tablets, protect iPads?
2: Um, yes. There's one that I use. It's called CC cleaner. Uh, and that would erase a lot of um, malware that, uh, and, and it's only 20 bucks a year. And I run that probably weekly um, but definitely a couple times a month. And that just flushes out a lot of things that are monitoring and, and retargeting you all that kind of stuff that happens when you're online. How did they know? Um, you know, that you visited a certain website or whatever, uh, they, they put cookies on your, your software. But again, one of the easiest thing to do is it, if you just, if your email gets out there, you start getting emails from Home Depot or whatever it is, and, you know, click on this to get a gift card and yes. all that stuff don't. installs the cookies and, and malware on your system. So you really have to flush that out. And then don't ever click on all that stuff. Absolutely. But, you know,
1: Absolutely. Unless and you signed a-
2: up for something directly from that website. If you just get random emails, don't go for it at all.
1: And that's a message, you know, not just for our seniors, but for our youth as well. Kids oh, are yeah. so susceptible and the way they just target them. Um, I see it myself with my mm-hmm. daughter and like, you know, purchases that she's made through Apple. It's, they're not easy to undo either. Yeah. So, but, you know, continuing the conversation um, of, you know, challenges for elderly as we talk about these, these scams being one of them, but um An art, a blog online that was uh, from a a home care agency talked about what are the biggest challenges and problems for elderly people in our society. And, you know, there are some that are so obvious um, and some that maybe are not so obvious that we should take a moment to think about and encourage our listeners and viewers to think about loved ones in your circle who might be going through this. And hopefully we're raising awareness today. But you know the biggest one they say to him is ageism and a lost sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense, but that's probably not the go-to one. Well, probably if you were thinking about what challenges affect the elderly, you're going to think health first and foremost or, you know, isolation, you know, as mobility becomes a little more difficult and friends and loved ones pass away, the circle gets smaller. But ageism and a lost sense of purpose, that's pretty deep. Um we talk about this a lot on the show as, as though age is a blessing and a gift, which it certainly is life can take so much away from you. And if you don't have that reason to get out of bed in the morning, if you don't have that purpose, then it starts to create a whirlwind effect. Mm -hmm. It's a physical health decline, a mental health decline an emotional health decline. Um, really, really some food for thought today. Um, You know, and there are, the article talks about there are a lot of outdated stereotypes about elderly people, which lead to isolation and marginalization in a lot of communities. Um, You know, for example, elderly people in the workforce, there are still plenty of opportunities to stay in an active working situation, even a part-time situation following retirement. Um, There are, you know, but sometimes that stereotype might lead employers to not believe that So that's one example of how that marginalization can happen. You know, Many elderly people are more able and willing to work today past the standard retirement age because the cost of living, let's face it, Mm -hmm. is so much higher. It often becomes a necessity to work, but the opportunities are not there. Um, And that all contributes to lack of purpose. If you want to do something and you're able to do something, but you're not allowed to do something, that, uh, again, Tim, that's just the sad reality of our world today.
2: Well, I think uh, you have to be ready to reinvent yourself and um, that's a big step uh, to do. So uh, people analyze, you you know, what was their past life before they retired and of course, taking care of your kids, if you were blessed with them and and watching them grow up and then you got to reinvent yourself and get out there and try new things. And that's, that's always a daunting task when you're, Approaching the senior level.
1: You know what I think is is, but you know to to make the seniors feel better I think it's a daunting task at any age I I think at every decade we're a new version of ourselves and it's hard to start over there's so much comfort and familiarity
2: but what I'm saying is that the wisdom that you have it can be you know when you're young and don't know what you don't know You you go and try things with much greater ease. Yeah, and uh, I just see that uh, You know and even for myself, you know Stri- striking out on new adventures, um, you know, knowing all the things you know that could go wrong, or what could, you know, you get analysis par- analysis paralysis, uh-huh. and you know, you sit <laughs> there and say, yeah. yeah. So y- you know, you wonder, oh, do I want to start that? Do I want to go down that road? You know, uh, how long is that road? That kind of stuff is is perplexing. So you you uh, you know might catch yourself just waiting rather than diving right rather in. than
1: doing. Well, I can tell you from an employer perspective. Um, there are often many situations that I would, you know, rather the, the wisdom of an older person, you know, yeah. in, in my line of work, and actually we do run the gamut. We have, um, our drivers and, and the men who open the door in the funeral home mm-hmm. are historically of an older generation. And I think it's wonderful. The work ethic that they have, when I pair them up to a younger kid that comes sure. on to do that job, the disparity is amazing. I mean, it's yeah. just the attention to detail, the focus the, you know, not on the cell phone, actually working. So, you know, we do encourage, if you can work, get out there and work, find something. And if you're discouraged by the first place you go, keep trying. There are opportunities out there. And that also contributes to cognitive health. Staying busy, staying active, working, keeping yourself sharp, really contributes to better cognitive health and cognitive health yields better physical health. It goes hand in hand. The yeah. mind and body are one system. So definitely some good food
2: for thought and, there. And you mentioned like being a mentor. I, I think that's a fantastic thing. And um, you know, it's very hard to mentor your own children. Um, so <laughs> stripping out someone
1: else's child. And take, them. <laughs> yeah, just
2: swap kids and, and say, you know, do what you can with this one. Um, it's very
1: true. I really but, believe yeah. there should be connections between, you know, schools and senior communities because yeah. There, are, you know, seniors have great stories to tell, and there's so much that can be learned from them. Um, they, those who are blessed to be of advanced age now, really live in a world that I'm sure they never were able to foresee. Um, I wasn't able to foresee it, I'm in my mm-hmm. 40s, so I, I can't imagine people living here, 70s, 80s, and 90s, what their perspective might be. But yeah. share the wisdom with the youth that's my advice today to, to any seniors who are listening because. Youth certainly needs a lot of help in this culture, for sure. Um, But other concerns that senior have, you know, finding the right care, access to healthcare services, end-of-life preparation. You know, we'll take the final minute or so here. We do encourage you to make a plan. That's always been the focus of the show. And that's a healthcare plan, a legal plan, and a final funeral plan. As hard as that is to think about, your kids and your loved ones will never guess what you wanted. So it's so much better if you tell them, Take the moment to have that hard conversation. And once it's done, it's done. You put it away. You put the discussion to rest. But, you know, it really ultimately is a beautiful thing to leave behind to your loved ones. is the gift of clarity and knowing what your intentions are and allowing them to focus on their grief and focus on the loss and not on those decision-making tasks. So a little public service announcement, Absolutely. Jim. But again, the goal of the show is really to raise awareness, to educate and to really let you know that making plans and aging well are part of life. But the goal is to really bring guests on that will help you age well, be at ease, think better, have more information and education, because education is key to making great decisions. Hi, Patty. You are on oh, thank you, Patty. Always great feedback from you. And you're wonderful too. And I love you, and I hope that you and your family are well. Well, time flies when you're having
2: fun, Tim, right? Thank you for commenting, Patty.
1: There's always so much to talk about and stay tuned. We are so happy to bring this show to you every week at my home on WBOX. And now we're home on many local podcasts or podcasts in general. Check us out on Apple and Spotify. Sign up for the show on TimeToTalkWithJen.com. Thanks everyone in the control room. This is Jen Graziano. Thank you for taking the time to listen as we took the time to talk. Thank you very much, Tim. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.